Dawning penchant for mischief, Will snatched the leash from Cam's hand and smacked Cam once, gently. Her violence upset Georgette and was repellent to Will's instincts as a trainer of dumb beasts. Neither of you will take Georgette to the park until further notice, Will said. If you want to attract the interest of the ladies, I suggest you either polish your limited stores of charm or take in a stray puppy. A puppy? Cam asked, opening a drawer into which he had no business poking his nose. Puppies are very dear. Nature had intended that puppies of any species be very dear, for they were an endless bother. Ash, having attained his majority, occasionally impersonated a responsible adult. He ceased his dramatics and perched beside Cam on the desk. Shall you apologise to Lady Shakespeare or to Effington's knees? Ash asked. At length, or go for the pithy, sincere approach. Headmaster says no blotting, no crossings out, no misspellings. I'm happy to write this apology on your behalf, for a sum certain. Ash had an instinct for business. He had read law, but he lacked the cunning Cam had in abundance. Ash makes you a generous offer, Cam, Will said, stowing the leash on the mantel and enduring Georgette's but-I'll-die-if-we-remain-indoors look. Alas, for your finances, Ash, you'll be too busy procuring an exact replica of the lady's abused accessory, from your own funds. My own funds? Ash hadn't any funds to speak of. What little money Casriel could spare his younger siblings, they spent on drink and other town vices. An exact replica, Will said, not a cheap imitation. I will expect your purchase to be complete, by the time Cam has drafted an apology. Away with you both, for I must change into clothing suitable for a call upon an earl's daughter. Into town attire, a silly, frilly extravagance that on a man of Will's proportions was a significant waste of fabric. He was a frustrated sheep farmer, not some dandy on the stroll, though he was also for the present the Earl of Casriel's heir. So into his finery he would go and upon Lady Susanna Haddonfield, of all ladies, he would call. A big, well-dressed fellow is sauntering up our walk, Lady Della Haddonfield announced. He's carrying a lovely purple parasol. The dog looks familiar. Though dogs occasionally accompanied their owners on social calls, men did not typically carry parasols, so Lady Susanna Haddonfield joined Della at the window. That's the Mastiff we met in the park, Susanna said. The Dawning boys were with her. A trio of overgrown puppies, really, though the Dawning fellows were growing into the good looks for which the family was well known. Effington said that Mastiff was the largest dog he'd ever seen, Della replied, nudging the drapery aside. The Viscount does adore his canines. Who can that man be? He's taller than the two we met in the park. Taller and more conservatively dressed. The Earl, possibly, Susanna said, picking up her volume of Shakespeare's sonnets and resuming her seat. He and Nicholas are doubtless acquainted. Please don't stand in my light, Della. Della, being a younger sister, only peered more closely over Susanna's shoulder. You're poring over the sonnets again. Don't you have them all memorized by now? The genteel murmur of the butler admitting a visitor drifted up the stairs, along with a curious clicking sound, and then... That was a wolf, Susanna said, from inside the house.
She seemed a friendly enough dog, Della replied, taking a seat on the sofa. Della was the Haddonfield changeling, small and dark, compared to her tall, blonde siblings, and she made a pretty picture on the red velvet sofa, her green skirts arranged about her. She's an ill-mannered canine, Susanna said, if my parasol's fate is any indication. Though the dog was a fair judge of character, Lord Effington fawned over all dogs, and occasionally over Della, but Susanna found him tedious. The dawning's mastiff had lifted her leg upon Lord Effington's knee, and Susanna's parasol had been sacrificed in defence of his lordship's tailoring. Barrisford tapped on the open door. One never heard Barrisford coming or going, and he seemed to be everywhere in the household at once. My ladies, a gentleman has come to call and claims acquaintance with the family. The butler passed Susanna a card, plain black ink on cream.